0: Are you ready to rewind? Take a nostalgia-filled ride back to a simpler time. It's Acid Wash Memories, a retro pop culture celebration. And now your hosts, Joe Morata and Michael Quinn.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 54 of Acid Wash Memories, a retro pop culture celebration. Today, we're talking about why Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding. My name is Joel Morata, and joining me on the ice is Michael Quinn. How you doing there, Michael?
0: Why? Why?
1: Why? Maybe you guys are asking why we're talking about this. It's a very notable thing. It is. It's very notable. That, that, That question why? was all over the uh, the news of the day. It was, and we want to answer that question today. Thank you so much for being with us here. If you're wondering why we do this show, well, we are a retro pop culture celebration. Each week is a different slice of retro pop culture, usually from the 80s or 90s, but sometimes we go way back, talk mm-hmm. about the history of things mm-hmm. like that, and if you're not interested in figure skating, and who isn't, there are 53 other episodes available where, Michael Quinn? In the archives. In the archives. So you can find something you like there, and whether you're a first-timer or a long-timer, we would love it if you followed us us over on twitter at awm podcast and join our friendly facebook group where quinn people talk about old stuff and we call it home crap home yes home crap home it's all it's it's the king of old things i like that uh, it's not
0: really a king it's, no, not, like no a kings. Per, it's not like a person no king queen but no it, more it's, it's the it's the king site
1: of this the king like, site yes yeah, king, <laughs> king of sites so go to facebook.com slash king site emperor and, of the internet and you I, can join our group <laughs> acid wash memories will let you in uh that's it for the the very serious particular Right, Mm -hmm. Michael Quinn? All right. So we're talking about Nancy Kerrigan. We're talking about Tanya Harding. Who are they? Well, on January 6, 1994, many of you probably remember this, 30 Mm -hmm. years from now. I was watching it. I was watching it as well. Uh, What began as a routine figure skating practice became a national news sensation. America Quinn was inundated with this bizarre, unprecedented story. Like, this type of stuff is normally reserved for TV movies. Someone was running by me and... And he just, like, whacked me with this long black, like,
0: stick. You know what I found very interesting about it? I know, obviously, it wasn't a setup as far as, like, the news is concerned. like right. But I swear, there was, like, media hype around this matchup prior to the, like, incident. Yes, there right? was. Like, I don't know why I knew about this, and I don't know why my mother really wanted to watch this shit. But was, like, suddenly we, like, we were an ice skating family, like, Prior to, like, the why. Like, <laughs> ah, that's great. So, like, a couple of weeks before, everyone's like, this is going to be, like, this big national moment and all this shit. Yes. And, like, everyone's talking about, like, it is kind of weird that what went down went down just because of, it was, like, set up. It was, like, pre-readied like by the media.
1: It was preordained, these two rivals here, you know, right. and to have a, a situation where two top-notch skaters, and they both were. Right one of them is attacked and the story unfolds that her chief rival could have been behind it i mean it really did take this is simpler times in 94 it really did take america by storm well, i mean they, even
0: now it would take america by because i that, think so it's not like you know the super bowls coming up and like somebody hits tom brady in the back of the leg with a baseball bat <laughs> and like to like uh, that and it was planned by like the opposing team that would like, be funny actually like though. you know what i'm saying like Just this saying. is this is like not normal Period in sports. No, it's like not. at all. It's like, not even
1: normal in impolite society. Right. This is not supposed to happen, right? right. It's just not nice to this do. This is like mafia stuff. Like it this is, is this though, is like man. we're
0: gonna take your legs out because you didn't pay us or something. Not like, even like
1: good mafia stuff, like yeah. low level crap. Low level, mafia. like
0: they send the like goobers to do it. It's not even like the important <laughs> right. like assassin man, like no. that's like highly paid. This <laughs> is some crap.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so before we talk about why, we're also gonna talk about who, what, where, when, and how. But the main question, Quinn, is what is ice? When water hits freezing level, it becomes
0: ice. Us humans have devised different things to do with ice. You know, we cool our groceries and like <laughs> all sorts of stuff. But some people figured out that if you get like a blade mm-hmm. and you go on, like you walk on it with the blades on your feet, that you can skate. There and, you so, go. and thus
1: a sport was born. Figure skating. We'll give you a brief uh, rundown of this because, again, that's what we do on the show. Uh, So believe it or not, figure skating goes all the way back to about 3000 B.C. Oh, really? It does because they had ice back then. Oh, shut up. The early skates were obviously primitive because this is primitive times. They were made out of like animal bones and skins and stuff like that. I mean, that. it's not like people knew how to like readily make iron and yeah. stuff like that. did and have Gore-Tex back then, yeah. as far as I know. Uh, but the skates continued to be improved, mainly by the Dutch mm-hmm. uh, in the 1200s and 1300s, and the first ice skating association was formed in Edinburgh, Scotland, in the seventeen hundreds, London then formed one in eighteen thirty. Uh, fish and chips, of course. Fish,
0: chip, Oi, mate, just skating on the ice after having a nice chip butty, and gonna watch the footy later. Yeah, fish and chips.
1: In New York City, Central Park opened their uh, first ice skating pond. Now they didn't call it a rink. I guess they didn't. Uh, in 1858, and that sparked renewed interest in this sport of ice skating in the United States. And the first known ice skating competitions were held in the late 1800s, and it debuted as an Olympic sport at the 1908 Summer Olympics in London. Weird. Summer, yes. Yeah, so. They Talking have about, to, like,
0: make an igloo
1: and all this shit. I, I, well, London, How would they even know. refrigerate at that time? It was, like, harder. <laughs> they just had a bunch of guys with fans blowing yeah. on it, okay? Yeah. Now, I mean,
0: refrigeration, <laughs> I think, existed by did. 1908. It did. It I
1: believe so. Very expensive. Very expensive, Douglas. The modern Olympics had started with the 1896 Summer Games in Athens, Greece. And the winter sports, and this is why I wanted to mention this, winter sports continued to be featured in the Summer Games up to 1920. It was in 1924 when the IOC that's the International Olympic Committee they decided that besides the upcoming 1924 Summer Games in France, right, they were going to have separate Winter Games and these were held in Chamonix or Chamonix France I'm butchering that sorry. Horrible. You should not speak about my country. Hey wait, who the hell are you? My name is Henri. Ha, well nobody makes fun of the boys except me, you hear? Go have a croissant and shut the fuck up. In February and January This kind of makes sense because
0: if you only had the summer, one of the big problems is like, for example, skiing. Like, you can't right. do that in the summer no matter what. Like, you can get- you have to a, do like, all of these in, like, Norway. Like, yeah, you can get, like, an ice skate rink. You can do that in the summer. rink, yeah. Yeah, but you cannot do, like, the other, you know, skiing specifically back then and then eventually snowboarding and all the other-
1: The, the stuff with the snow, basically. <laughs> you can't do any of the snow shit. You can't do any snow shit. Hey- Who the hell was that French motherfucker? So that's how we came upon winter games and summer games. Now, they continue to be held every four years the same year. And this went on all the way through into the 80s. And it was in the mid-80s that that same IOC, the International Olympic Committee, Mm -hmm. they decided, you know what? Sometime soon, we're going to split these games between summer and winter in different years.
0: This makes sense to me because it, it is kind of feels like a missed opportunity. That it's like you got to wait four years for both of them when there's like there's two separate things. You might as well just put them like in between each other. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it just
1: doesn't make any sense. And we and some of you obviously remember this from growing up when all the Olympics were every four years. I do as well, because the final winter games to be held the same year as the summer was February of 92. Right. So there were 92 Olympic Games out in France. The Olympic Winter Games are coming to CBS. Share a moment with the world.
0: So I guess, what, did they choose that the winter would be the one to, to get the, the quick cutoff the so, so that it could meet its like time
1: that it is now? Exactly. So what they did is they planned on another Winter Games only two years later. That way they're finally staggering them. The Olympic Winter Games
0: return to CBS.
1: Uh, so that was going to be the 1994 Olympic Games. But you know, Olympic for the
0: Games. A- athletes, though, this is a very rare opportunity to get like a quick second chance, no? Yeah, only two years instead of four, Right, like sure. it's like the only time it's ever going to happen. So it's like, maybe you came in second in the other one. It's like, wow, you get like a second shot at this real quick and you're not going to age out or anything because it's like a young
1: person's game. And in the 92 uh, Winter Olympics, there were three young ladies who represented the United States in the ladies figure skating competition. Christy Yamaguchi, who won the gold medal in 94. I remember her. She was a big we deal. We do. Yeah. The 20-year-old daughter of a Northern California dentist, Christy Yamaguchi. She's in first place, and she now skates for the gold. Tanya Harding, who placed fourth, right? When we return, the second American to skate, Tanya Harding from Portland, Oregon. And a lady by the name of Nancy Kerrigan, who won the bronze for the U.S. in 92. Nancy Kerrigan, The elegant young skater from the Northeast also has an intriguing personal story. Let's talk about Nancy Kerrigan. Let's start with her, okay? So she was born in October 69 in a suburb of Boston, she had begun skating at age six and she won the Boston Open for children at age nine. Wow. Okay, that's the I late mean, 70s. This, I feel
0: like this is the common path for the Olympic athlete. It's like you're like a child prodigy of whatever sport because it, like you ever notice like everyone is like just 18 or whatever the like the bare minimum age like because their bodies are like freaking like just amazing at sports. It's like because you're not old yet and you don't get like tired <laughs> and shit. You don't have creaky knees and yeah, things yeah, like Yeah, you that. don't
1: have a bunch of injuries and all this. And it does seem to be a common thread that a lot of these people yeah they start at a very young age you know and you always hear the stories all i ever wanted to do was this you and, know and, and
0: the other thing is like if there's if there's like a comeback story and they're old in quotes they're like 27 or something yeah. like it's like oh whoa what what a geezer like yeah, like playing michael, Olympi- f- yeah. michael phelps the
1: last time he was yeah, good or like, whatever whoa he's
0: so old <laughs> he's like 29 yeah it's like calm down <laughs>
1: Since returning to competition in April, the 29-year-old has competed in four meets. So in 1987, at age 18, Nancy Kerrigan placed fourth place in the juniors at the United States Figure Skating Championships. That's like the big amateur figure skating tournament. I remember that one. That one used to air like... Yeah, right, it did. Yeah. Right one before was the like Olympics.
0: On TV, they're like, this is going to decide who gets to go to yeah, the thing. Right? absolutely
1: right, Quinn. Last year, Nancy placed fourth in juniors in the U.S. Nationals. And she continued to rise, and she placed third in the 91 U.S. Nationals. Next skater is Nancy Kerrigan, here at the Target Center in Minneapolis. Nancy trying to make the world championships in third place after the original program. And she was on the 1991 world figure skating team. This is amongst all different countries, obviously. She was part of a sweep, and the first sweep by the U.S. on the ladies' team with her teammates— Christy Yamaguchi, right, and Tanya Harding in second place, skyrocketing Tanya Harding with every skater's wish a gold medal here in Munich. So let's establish Tanya now. Yeah, we got that Nancy's good, right? She's right. on this world class team, but
0: Tanya's more like the redheaded stepchild. Like, she, quite literally, she always was. Like, right? She was never like
1: the best, but she's like good enough. The way this is boiled down to in the public, or did anyway, in the public conscience was Nancy was the anointed princess, America's like sweetheart. girl, yeah. Right, like, and, and, and Tanya was this like... like the jank, like... Blue collar. Billy, like, yeah. yeah. And neither are really true, to be fair, though. Right. Nancy Kerrigan had a blue collar upbringing as well. See, here's the thing, is I feel like because they, they you know, after
0: the whole incident, obviously they were going to villainize Tanya... Yes, they rightfully like, so. They like he her up and gen- like they, they really like put this reputation of like lives in a trailer park and all this stuff. They right? did. Like they, they laid that on her thick. And and some would say
1: unfairly. Yeah. You know, like you don't need to personally attack the person despite yeah. the circumstance. But anyway, Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding had actually known each other since nineteen eighty six. They were friendly with each right. other. They were on the same teams.
0: Do you think Nancy Kerrigan's a bitch? No, I don't. Is she really a nice person? Yeah, she's nice. Because there was always that, you know, yeah, I guess people think, well, they're these two girls and they're competing and there's a cat fight. And I mean, I think a lot of it is the soap opera drama that people think. Well, there must be a...
1: Everybody thinks that it's like a soap opera, I, you know. I mean, but Nancy and I have been, you know, teammates for many, many years. And we've been on two or three different years in a row. And, you know, it's everybody does everything together. So Tanya was born a, a year after. She was born in November of '70. She's from Portland, Oregon, not the South. Mm-hmm. This is why it's like a funny characterization. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's from friggin' Portland. What, I know. What's, what's up there? Trees and Billy Jack Haynes. I mean, there, it's like any other... They it can, wasn't Portlandia all back All I'm then, saying Quinn. is they
0: can just portray it as other side of the tracks. It doesn't matter what state well, you're that's from. Well, like, that's you know, true. There's, alway, there's always
1: like the not-as-well-to-do area. Fair enough, like, Gwen. Yeah, and she did have a very difficult upbringing. All, yeah. all credit to her. She began skating even earlier than Nancy Kerrigan. She began skating at age three. Wow, that's yeah, really early. Early, man. She actually dropped out of high school at age 16 to focus on her skating. Now, there's a lot of details about Tanya Harding that we're going gonna to leave out here because you can either watch that movie, I, Tanya, that came out about mm-hmm. six years ago with uh, Margot Robbie. Yeah, portraying her and some of that is dramatized obviously of course it is but by a lot of accounts she had a very difficult upbringing her mother could be very difficult a lot of things that we're just not mentioning here because we're focusing on a specific story right i just want to be clear about that but anyway in 1986 with regards to skating she placed sixth in the u.s figure right. skating championship fifth place in 87 and 88 third place in 89 so make no bones about it Tanya Harding was a damn good skater. Of course. It's not like she was some, like, jabroni. Here's the
0: thing is it's the Olympics. It's like you wouldn't be here (laughs) if you weren't, like, at least pretty good at this. Right. (laughs) Yeah. This is not some guy sitting at the bar and saying, oh, I could do that. Right. Yeah. No, you you can't. Like, the, the, the thing with the Olympics is it's, like, the best of the best, right? It's even yeah. even the like lower ranks are like better than normal humans at any of this better than
1: the lay person if yeah. you will right she became the first american to perform a triple axel in 1991 now I am not, believe it or not, a figure skating expert. Fucking shocker! All I know is that an axle is pretty common. It's like a triple spin. Like you you
0: do a jump and you like forward jump and like a spin in air three times, and it's like really hard. Or yeah, and I remember like the men could like achieve the quadruple axle because they were like a little bit stronger. It's very hard. It's all like body strength. So like you literally
1: like it. it, It's like biologically based. Basically like yeah, it's one of those. But to pull off a triple. That hadn't even happened until the 80s, and Tani was one of the earlier people to do a triple. Right. That was insane. Now the question is whether she will become the first American to attempt and complete a triple axel jump.
0: We will know that here, whether she tries it or not.
1: This is not Axel Rose, by the way. We're right. Not, t- not that Axel. Oh, Guns N' Roses, okay, that Axel.
0: I was watching something recently, and there is, like, a band move that this woman did recently where she literally band. did, like, a backflip and landed on one foot, and it's, like, it's it's apparently, like, a band maneuver in skating, but it's another, like... Wow, you have to have like an insane amount of strength, and on top of it, you have to have the strength to land on the leg without breaking it. That's, on top of it, that, like
1: that, this is what this is such a hard sport, right? Let, let's be real. You're, you're sp- on
0: ice doing <laughs> flips, like, <laughs> right. and, and you're gonna land and not slip and fall on your face 100 or break a bone, like, you know, like you're because you, you're again, you're on ice, right? So, like, if when you land. You could easily bend the wrong way and oh just God. snap. That's it. Yeah. Right? I mean, ice is hard. Right. <laughs> this like, is a very technical show. When they're spinning around on there, they, none of that is easy. Like It's, it's right. like really hard
1: to do. How much more baseline can we describe this? Yeah. By the way, when the, you know, the ice is hard and when they're spinning around. Well, it's, I think
0: it's because it's I think difficult. it's like
1: a disrespected
0: sport in a certain way. Like it is. it's it's like it's a oh, paid no mind. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's just dancing or something. Like, you know Ice dancing. It's ice dancing and it's not really serious. It's fucking hard. It's not running a marathon or doing any you know. Good lord, does this look difficult though? I'm dead serious. But It's like you are burning like a lot of energy in a very short amount of time. Sure you like,
1: sure <laughs> you know absolutely uh, so in 1991 tanya was on the aforementioned u.s team in the world championship with christy Amaguchi and nancy kerrigan and in the 92 winter olympics she finished fourth uh, she had actually twisted her ankle which again very common very co- very easily could happen in these situations yep
0: ah, that's the same type of fall that she
1: took during practice yesterday. So, again, Tanya was damn good. It's it's not like she was some slob that just happened to make it here. She was really good. Yeah. Uh, Now, again, I mentioned that she had known Nancy Kerrigan since 86. They were on the same teams. They traveled together. They were friendly. There was no real animosity. The rivalry, which, as Quinn mentioned earlier, was already being painted in the buildup to the U.S. Nationals and the Olympics in 93. That was more of like a media creation. Mm -hmm. It won't be a true crown until I get my chance with Nancy and that'll be Olympics and let me tell you I'm gonna whip her butt. (laughs) They're just two fucking good skaters so it's natural to think that there's some big rivalry. You know how these things work too
0: where it's like they're hoping like we really hope that the way the brackets and all this shit work out that they're facing head-to-head head for, like, who has the most points. Yeah, right, like right. Like, in the leaderboards or whatever. And that they
1: get the gold and the, the silver, respectively. Right. yeah. Right? Because, again, these are two highly competitive people. They're about the same age. They're both American. They both represent the U.S. Not to mention there's always the,
0: the... We talked about age before, but there's always, like, a prime... And the both of They're them in were the twi- early they, they, 20s. They were like, the, that's the prime. Like, and early then, 20s, like, they yeah. Were, like, you know, next Olympics, they would have been too old. Yeah, probably. Like, it's one of those. Like, it's like, it's now or never, right? Which adds to the pressure. And
1: what also added to this too, Quinn, is that going into the 94 Olympics, Christy Yamaguchi had turned Pro. So that took her out of the
0: equation. Right. So and if it, you're wondering what, like what pro, why wouldn't she wait in, in figure skating, there's this weird thing. I remember this from back then. Like once you go pro, you can make money, and that's like, yes. So, what they do that's is professionals they, go, do. they go like touring and like they're in like professional competitions where it's like the winner gets money and stuff, right? So, like, like most other sports, like, like most other sports, but like in the it's like college sports with the Olympics, where it's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, you can't make money doing <laughs> Are it. Are you kidding me? Yeah, like this is free. <laughs> yeah, this is this is this is for the accolades. This is like the Nobel Prize or something. You can't make money. That's doing a good it. way to put yeah. it, though. Yeah. It really yeah. is,
1: though. That's for like the nobility and the honor of the Olympics. Right. It you, is you don't make money, although you do get like. Like endorsement deals
0: after the fact usually and I, well I think what they do is the endorsements are to pay for their travel and stuff there's probably like limitations or whatever there's probably like rules by the yeah, Olympic fucking IOC it's like you can only make this much and the rest maybe has to go into trust or like you know you know trust. how trust you know what I mean like you can't touch it until you go pro like some nonsense like that that's why you need Teddy Roosevelt because he was yeah. the trust buster yeah you know what I mean yeah, and someone definitely. had to bust the trust I don't even know I just made that trust up but I, I like it, that it make it makes sense based on like all oh, their silly like you can only make this much money and blah Blah, blah, blah. Folks, we
1: should just disclaim. This is an entertainment podcast. Mm-hmm. Neither of us are journalists nor experts in figure skating. Right. Who used and, to come and, and like, that. IOC, test- like yeah. rules. Yeah, and- we don't know. We're this, please don't, we're not, don't. Don't ask know, us about drug testing or we anything. We don't know anything. Yeah. Something with George Steinbrenner. I don't yeah. know. Remember he was on the Olympic Committee? Was he? That yeah. seems like something he would be involved he, in. He, well, because his whole deal when he got suspended in 90, he's he had like word of a certain way with uh, Faye Vincent, I think, was the commissioner. This suspended uh-huh. him Faye. He's like, I don't want it to affect my Olympic Olympic. olympic standing so we have to word it this way like fine but you're banned for life it is one nothing yankees we're in the top of the fourth i don't know how to exactly report this while doing a ball game but i'm gonna try today baseball commissioner Faye Vincent announced that yankee owner george Steinbrenner had agreed to resign on or before august 29th as managing general partner of the club for his dealings with gambler howard spira that suspension is so weird cuz it was like only a couple years like it it's just, like 3 yeah. it wasn't even anything <laughs> wasn't. one day we'll talk about george Steinberg. but anyway so Christy yamaguchi is pro you take her out of the equation and it's even more tantalizing so there's only two left to have this one on one rivalry now there's
0: usually always like a russian or some other oh, person P- J- J- japan yeah like some some
1: like other savants at figure skating involved in 100%. this 100% but you also have to remember the U.S. figure skating championships, the ladies' singles, they were scheduled for before the Olympics, uh, January 7th to be exact, at the Joe Lewis Arena in Detroit. The Olympics were scheduled to begin February 12th in Lillehammer, Norway. So the incident, one day before the U.S. Nationals, January 6th, 1994, Nancy Kerrigan was practicing at Cobo Hall in Detroit. Now, you've right. heard of Cobo Hall. Um, not a good place if you're an athlete. That's where Hulk Hogan pushed the Giant off the roof. Oh, right. Yeah, that, <laughs> the monster truck match. You can't be doing this, yeah. you know? The Giant has got Hulk Hogan on
0: the edge of the roof of Cobo Hall! No! No! Oh, my God. No! Oh, no. Elf.
1: No! Now, what was interesting is because of all the hype, there was a lot of media attention even to these types of things, even to the practices and stuff, right. right? To Nancy Kerrigan doing warm-ups. And she happened to be filmed during the practice. You can find this footage on YouTube, of course, folks. It's mm-hmm. So you've probably seen it before. It's widely available. She was practicing at the rink in Kobo. Camera crew was there. And she had finished practicing and walked into the hallway. The camera stopped filming because, naturally, she's done, right? Yeah. And then something happened and the cameras came back on and uh, we'll just, we'll give you a little bit of the, the audio here, folks. <laughs> That's Nancy yeah. I, Why? There it is. So we'll talk more about this, obviously, as we yes. go on, but... The bottom line is she was attacked right in between that camera going off and the camera going back on. Right. Right, right after she went through the curtain. It's a matter of stick. like
0: seconds yeah. that the camera missed it. They nailed her and like scooted off. Like yes. they, you didn't even like see who did it. So someone You didn't had... even see it happen. No, like you that's not. Like like you, you don't even see it happen. Oh. It wasn't even captured. Something really, really hard.
1: So, someone attacked her, what we find out, with like a telescoping baton, like a yeah. police-style baton, right on the right leg, the right thigh, and then ran the fuck out of Kobo Hall. So, she was left, injury-wise, with a bruised knee and a bruised quad, mm-hmm. and because the U.S. Nationals were the next day, she had to pull out of them. Right. Now, before we go into this further. I know, and I'm guilty of it more than anybody. I used to play it on our old show. (laughs) The why thing. It's so, it's such an easy soundbite to make fun of.
0: Yeah, because it's, like, a a shrill and a... Why? Yeah, but it's, like, a natural reaction, like, unfortunately... Think about what happened to her! Like, well, because you also, like, you have to remember, A, she got attacked, which is just a traumatizing thing in general, but B, she's probably also spinning through her head, like, how am I going to, like, skate? Exactly. And, like, I've worked my whole life for this. It's, like, a bunch of things, like, coming together, and she's just naturally reacting to it, right? Let's not overlook the fact... It's a legitimate question. Yeah. Why? Why?
1: <laughs> yeah. Wh- yeah. Why? Why did I just yeah. get attacked?
0: But I always thought it was more of a why did this happen to me? Yeah. Like, right. that, Like like, it's like a puzzled like why like why why like it's not even she's not even thinking of like we got to get him and like you know no, like no, she's no, just no. like she's just totally like, out of it.
1: Literally. Like, why? Why has this happened to me? Why? why? And we are going to find out why, because the search was on. Should we take a break? Now? I think we'll take a break now. We'll leave you in a little the bit police, of suspense the here. sirens are going, yeah. and they're, they're, they're trying to find the guy or girl
0: even. They don't even know. Nobody knows. Know it it's a big mystery at this point.
1: And, folks, we're going to try to solve that mystery of why, but also who, and all that more. That's going to be coming up on the other side of the ice here when more Acid Wash Memories returns. Karen claims the skating establishment and the media have long been biased against Harding because she comes from a poor background. His latest newsletter has numerous references to favoritism for Kerrigan and bias against Harding. She would skate at a level of excellence that would not be reflected in her marks. Uh, She would be uninvited to tournaments that she was perfectly qualified to be in, so that other more favored people would not be upstaged. Heron claims the world of figure skating is like a beauty pageant, where people who criticize get retaliation. He says that's what's happened to Tanya Harding. Winning a gold medal is the dream of tens of thousands of American girls. Olympic hopefuls practice up to 60 hours a week and training can cost $75,000 a year. Nancy Kerrigan seemed on the verge of Olympic gold until last week's violent attack. I would like
0: to begin by saying
1: how sorry I am about what happened to Nancy Kerrigan. I am embarrassed and ashamed to think that anyone close to me could be involved I'd like a big hot baked potato with sour cream and Oh, mm-hmm. So would I. That sounds great. And some chili. A big steaming bowl. Yes, chili would be perfect today. It's cold out there. Well? Well, what? You can't get that here. You have to go to Wendy's. Next, please. At Wendy's, we give you delicious food you can't get anywhere else. Like our rich and meaty chili and hot baked potato covered with sour cream and chives. Just 99 cents each on our super value menu. It's everything you'd expect from Wendy's. Now we return to more Acid Washed Memories. And welcome back to Acid Washed Memories, episode number 54. Today we're talking about Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding from 1994. I'm Joe Murata. That's Michael Quinn. Hi. Hi. Quinn, why? 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 We're at the
0: sad part of the story right now. The the like, oh, she just got hit. She doesn't know what happened. Just like... Got her senses knocked out of her. She's like, what's going on here? It, like, it is why? very sad.
1: Folks, uh, hey, like we mentioned, you can listen to other stuff that we talk about, too. It's not just like the Olympics. Yeah. It's not regular we, that we do that. We, we always talk about the Olympics, <laughs> Yeah, Every <right>? week, is <laughs> just the Olympics. It's, uh, the, the Olympic <laughs> podcast, ne- Wash Memories. Next week, Sean White. I mean, we yeah. all, all sorts of stuff. But, but in all seriousness, uh, you can check out our episodes in the archives. You can tell your friends, because this is. This is fun stuff. I think yeah. we try to tell stories here and I would say give this, you history. This is like a pop culture
0: touchstone. Like this is like one of those like very pop cultural things.
1: Well, because c- like we were saying earlier, this was all over for. I'm mean, not for a long time, right? But
0: like every day for weeks and weeks. Well, this is kind of like during the age of like quick tabloid story. Oh, like God, yeah. Like um. Joey Buttafuoco. It's and like, exactly. Like, and Lorena Bobbitt. Lorena Bobbitt. Yep. Like all that kind of nonsense. It's that bullshit. Like, yeah. It's, it's all It that, all happened <laughs> at once. There was all this. There was like, I don't know, like if people didn't grow up during this period, this early 90s period, there was this like weird spray of the tabloids finding these like really fucking weird stories Stories of people like doing some terrible thing to somebody and like it's always like you ever notice it's nobody died, but it's like enough to like get somebody thrown in prison. Well, someone's dick gets cut off. Yeah, it's like it's something like that's like pretty shitty. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. But it doesn't involve murder. Like, right, right. Like, that's, like that's heavy. That's that's a step too far. That's for a the diff- t- like, that'd be Waco or right. something. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like that. That. that's like that's like to me the class of story <laughs> we're talking. It usually
1: involves like sleazy people of some right. kind. Like, like this is less Ted Koppel and more Inside Edition y. Right. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes exactly. <laughs> it's empty calories. Yeah. Because if you really think about it, besides the principles involved the average American is like, it doesn't affect them at all. <laughs> like, it's just not, this it's is not, this is still at the end of the day, though, an
0: assault. Like it's an actual, oh, like no, it's, it's, it's yeah. like an actual, like if they find the person who did this, they're in big
1: trouble, mister. And we have, we have to find these people. Right. This is our job to find, right. Them. Uh, but before we do that, we you want know, to find us on Twitter at AWM podcast and please join our Facebook group. And I got one more request. If you don't mind, maybe pause the show or even while you're listening to it, go to your favorite podcast app that you're listening on and leave us a review. Yeah, we would really like that. Would that. Be nice. that would be nice. Okay, let's get back to the ice. So as we mentioned, January 6, 94, cameras are rolling. Nancy Kerrigan finishing up a routine practice on the eve mm-hmm. of the U.S. Figure Skating Championship goes through the curtain. Cameras cut out. They turn back on and she's on the floor crying and we find out she's been attacked by some clown with a police baton. You know what's fascinating about this if you think about it? How the fuck
0: did that guy or, you know, whoever did this, how did they know to strike at that exact time where the cameras were off and everything? Like, that's kind of okay. like, that's crazy, actually. Like, that's actually well
1: planned if you think about I, I it. I will explain it. Okay. Yeah. So what we would later find out is the attack itself, the physical act of doing it, was carried out by a man named Shane Stant. Shane Stant surrendered to the FBI in Phoenix today. He is suspected of clubbing Kerrigan in the knee. And he had turned himself in to the FBI. uh, That's a big boy. Only a matter of days later, a week later, on January 14th, Shane Stant is the one that that had the police baton, dressed Uh in all black, he attacked Nancy Kerrigan. Did he have some kind of hood on so they couldn't see his face? Yeah, Yeah. of course. And what he did is he was right behind the cameraman the whole time. Mm. And as soon as he saw the cameraman put the camera down... He went to take a shot. Exactly. Now, the idea, for the record here, was to injure her worse than he actually did, like break her leg or ah, something. I see. The idea was to really, really hurt her. I mean, this really does sound like some mafia crap.
0: It does. <laughs> like, right? It's like we're going to break your legs, like but, that kind of thing. <laughs> literally,
1: idea. right? But again, low level. Yeah. And this guy looks like a chooch. It's I like, mean, what,
0: what are we going <laughs> to find out? Nancy Kerrigan had a gambling debt or something? Right? She knew <laughs>
1: a guy who knew a guy, and yeah. the guy wasn't happy. Shut up. It's just
0: the nature of the attack. The legs fast. It's <laughs> like it does it feels
1: very <laughs> mafia. I think it's more to do with the skating aspect, though. Yeah. I think. But anyway, one of the people that hired this man, Shane Stant, to carry out the attack was a guy named Sean Eckard. Also charged Sean Eckert, who allegedly confessed to planning the attack. Now, Sean Eckard or Sean Eckhard, he <laughs> looks look like this, Del look, Griffith. Look at this but, man. He but, looks like John Candy. <laughs> exactly. But, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> well you think what you want about me i'm not changing i like i like me
0: if john candy was alive when they made the tanya the harding movie he would have definitely played this guy <laughs> there's no doubt about it <laughs> folks with a mustache and, <laughs> he uh, did that's uh, yeah. planes <laughs>
1: trains john candy yeah, right there that's him right there <laughs> it is but anyway <laughs> big, um, very big and shaboy very big and He sh- shower garden rings yeah so uh sean eckard had spoken to another man who is a little less important, but still important here, named Derek Smith. How many layers? It's like too This many. is crazy. Way too many for what this is. So Derek Smith and Sean Eckhart plan the attack. They're the ones that hired Shane Stant to do right. the actual but Shane Stant work. was just
0: basically a hitman. Yeah, like, heavy. Yeah, 100%. He was
1: just a gun for hire. Exactly, or a yeah. baton in yeah. this yeah. case. Stop it! But also, Derek Smith happened to be Sean Eckhart's uncle. Mm. Okay, so Del Griffith over here, yeah, his uncle was involved. Okay. Very uncle behavior, by oh, the way. Oh, this is uncle This is very uncle Avuncular, if yeah. you will. But that's not all, Quinn, no. because this man, Sean Eckard, also happened to be Tanya Harding's bodyguard at the time. Uh-oh. Also, the explosive charges from Harding's bodyguard, Sean Eckard, in his only television interview.
0: What did Tanya Harding know?
1: About the attack on Nancy Kerrigan. She knew that it was, that it had been initiated.
0: We're getting closer to the... uh, The the onion is peeling back and it
1: stinks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're almost like touching the the, the actual skater, the the, the competitor. So what we find out is that the uh, the payment here to carry out this attack um, was $6,500. It's kind of low. I know. (laughs) I know.
0: Well, let's think about this though. For by inflationary standards, oh, it's point. It's like, well, what, like what, what, what would, would be. that be?
1: What, <laughs> this, like, again, investigative journalism here. Maybe, maybe
0: like fifteen thousand dollars now, something like that. That's actually like a pretty maybe
1: eighteen good payday. Grand. Actually, if you um, think about it, about fourteen grand. Yeah. Okay, five yeah. figures. That's a decent payday. Yeah. Listen to us analyzing the payday of a police baton attack on a figure I'm skater. I'm just saying,
0: like, was it worth his while or not? <laughs> the, yeah, I'd yeah. say it was, probably, yeah, right? you got to pay somebody a a good figure to like do something like this. Nope. I mean, they're putting their ass on the line here. Mm-hmm. No pun
1: intended. Yeah. Figure skating. Yeah. Sorry. Ha uh-huh. ha. Uh, fucking funny. Why don't you go figure out how to shut the fuck up? And don't call my show. Now, Shane Stant, remember, break your leg guy, the goon, he was originally going to do this in Nancy Harrigan's home area of Cape Cod, Massachusetts. It's probably riskier, I would think, because then it's a break-in at that point. Well, not in literally in her home, but in a skating rink. Oh, okay. Um, in December of 93. But he couldn't find her. Huh. Now, from what I understand, I haven't seen the movie in full, but I've seen clips. The I haven't m- seen it since it came out. I don't even remember. The movie I, Tanya portrays everyone involved in this as very bumbling. Yes. And, like, inept. And they might be.
0: Well, I mean, considering how like quickly they all got caught, obviously like <laughs> yeah, somebody true. didn't plan this out. Like you would think, like it ain't exactly JFK. But if if this was well arranged, the hitman would never give up his connection. That's a good point, right? Like he would be paid to not do that. This is very small time, right? It's very bush, right? Exactly. Like again, if a mafia hitman got caught, he wouldn't. Tell you that the mafia hired him. No, that's like, not he, what you do. Because they'll kill cause, you. Because they'll kill you. Exactly. You will die. Like you. That's that's how they. That's how they do it. Right. They're very wise. But these guys are just bumbling dopes. So <laughs> immediately Sean's like, oh yeah, someone paid me <laughs> yeah. to do this. Who My paid uncle's you? Involved. This guy. It's like oh okay, and then they go ask him, and he, he's like, oh don't arrest me. Okay, this guy paid me to do it. like, and it's
1: so terrible. And that's the biggest thing about this attack. Although we have Derek Smith, the uncle, although we have Sean Eckhart, Del Griffith, mm-hmm. although we have the actual physical heavy, Shane Stant, the mastermind, from what everyone understood, was a fella by the name of Jeff <laughs> Galuli. What a name. Jeff Galuli turned himself into the FBI. He has been charged with conspiracy to assault Nancy Kerrigan. This guy. The name I will never forget. First of all, before even talking about the way he looks. I mean. He just looks like somebody that would do this. Right. (laughs) I got to say. (laughs) Is it the mustache, would you say? It's the mustache. Yeah. When you're eight years old, you don't ask or aspire to learn the name Jeff Gulli. Well, it is just. It was forced upon something, me. Yeah. <laughs> incessantly pounded upon you on the news, and it just burns into your memory. Jeff Goolie. Now, this dude, right? He's Tanya's boyfriend or something. Oh, like, it's wh- great. Well, Quinn. What is that?
0: What is his connection?
1: I know it's like very weird. So he happened to be Tanya Harding's husband, but they were estranged at the time, but they were still together. Okay. Okay, so, again, I'm trying to spare some details here. What does that here. mean? Like, they weren't sleeping together, but they lived
0: together? Or, like, but like <sighs> I, I don't even, like, a strange but living... It's but, all but, fucked. Yeah, th- That
1: doesn't make any sense. Again, I want to spare some details here, because they're not pleasant. But, basically, they had met when he was 17 and she was 15, uh, which is in the mid-80s, obviously. They had some domestic altercations throughout the years, he doesn't, he seems to be a somewhat of a violent, erratic person. Right. Okay. Further adding to the whole media portrayal of Tanya Harding. Right. Right. Uh, again, probably not completely fairly on her part. But anyway, he doesn't seem like a good upstanding man is what I'm saying. And maybe no. the mustache is part of that perception. It's possible. But it now, is a suspicious mustache.
0: Now, I guess, the, I guess the important question with all this, I think the juicy bit that everyone wanted to know at the time was, did Tanya ask Jeff Galuli to do this or was she right. like in any way, like asked for this to happen? Like, you know what I'm saying? Or did this guy like, was he just an idiot basically? And he thought he was like doing her a favor I without think, asking
1: her. See, this is the, this is the big question that still yeah. is truly on a legal and it's not answered. So Tanya Harding, once it's, one, cause this is very quick, all the turn yeah. ins and all the FBI getting involved. Tanya Harding has to speak to this, right? Mm-hmm. And she denies knowing anything about it, Right? denies being involved, denies having any foreknowledge. Did you have prior knowledge of the planned attack on Nancy Kerrigan? No, I
0: did not.
1: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I know
0: you can't discuss the facts of the case, but in your statement that you read to reporters, you said, I learned that some persons close to me were involved in the assault. Yes. Why didn't you go to authorities immediately? Everything just happened so fast let's think about this for a second. If they're like a strange or whatever, there is a possibility that she really didn't know anything about it. On the other hand, she's really close to the situation. How could she not? So it's like, you kind of have to balance those two. And it really just depends. I mean, there's just one truth to it. It's she did or she didn't. There, there can
1: only be one possibility, right. right? It does look on the face of it. Let's be completely honest here on the face of it. It looks like she knew. Right. right because it's her ex but current husband right her bodyguard and then those other two bozos right mm-hmm. but they're seen together in the aftermath of this and then and the lead up to it tanya and jeff galuli it's not like they're not on speaking terms trying to sound upbeat tanya harding and her husband jeff galuli talked briefly with reporters staked outside their home not only that it wasn't like some random person got attacked who got attacked? Very specific, like yeah, the only person standing in her way from being the champion. Correct, and it's not just the Olympics coming up; there was also the U.S. Figure Skating Championship. Right. So Tanya Harding denied it. The story, as we all know, blew up immediately on the news. <laughs> well, Quinn. because
0: like how we just asked the question, we we put we put it on two sides ourselves, and we said it could be she did she really didn't know, and these guys are just idiots, and right. they thought they were helping her. Or right, right. like it could be that she planned the whole thing. Correct. Like, like, and, and that they're the whole point of them is to be a buffer between her
1: or at the even the in between is that she didn't plan it. It was their idea, but she acquiesced to it. Right. She said, I wouldn't mind. Right. I wouldn't right. care. She they, knew that, and she endorsed it. Yeah. Right. It's all possible. Now, not that I accuse the media of having scruples almost ever. Right. Because mm-hmm. you know what their job is. They're there to make money and create headlines, blah, blah, blah. But you got to pounce on this. Right. Because right. It's, it's too Tasty, not to, right? Right. Uh, if we're being honest. Yeah. The the fig, Not only is a well, figure or attacked, but it, maybe her rival was behind it. But it's a very
0: easy question to pose to the American public that they can f- jump to their own conclusions on both sides. That's the other thing. And then you get, and then you get two subsects of people that we just basically described. Some that, oh, she, she didn't know. Like, the, her boyfriend's just an idiot. Or like, oh, she definitely knew. She I mean, she was still with him. I think
1: that in all seriousness, if I really think about it, I think Tanya uh, uh, would have looked a lot more innocent if Jeff Galilee did not have that mustache. Well, yeah,
0: Th- there's that. I-, I think it just well, hurts. Also, his case. why the fuck are they with each other after the fact? Like that—that that was her first mistake. Right. If she like say even she did plan it, right? right? Like I would not even like go near this guy right. until like the the the, s- the s- dust had
1: cleared. Absolutely. Right? And why was her bodyguard involved? And right. then she tried to say like he wasn't a bodyguard and he sucked. Yeah. Or- the whole thing was a tangled mess, but from the media's point of view, and what we were force-fed, right, as kids, yeah. is this is a the national travesty, the yeah. biggest thing to ever happen. Yeah, they did act, like, here's the thing, if
0: you were there, they really did act like this was, like, Jimmy Hoffa getting killed <laughs> or something. Like, this was, like, the biggest thing to ever happen. Seriously, like, you know, though. like It's like, you know, like... You know the Congress is going to have to investigate. Like this is a this is so big. Gingrich might get involved. Yeah, it's like we might need to ask the president about this. Like we might need to see what he thinks, what Bill Clinton thinks yeah yeah this. like th- these are all very important things oh man yeah I what mean, is the governor of the state where this happened what what's his what, know, what are his leads telling us? Yeah, yeah exactly like, what, what is he what is he like they like i feel like they were asking important people like they to were. weigh in
1: on this shit like it mattered that much it was a huge deal for a brief period of time and you know what the unintended side effect of all of this is that it brought ladies figure skating to a level of unprecedented prominence? Quinn. So, so I think the immediate side effect
0: was the nec- the whatever the next skating thing was, is like everyone was watching the U.S. It. nationals. Like the thing yep. where Tanya was in it, yes. Like suddenly everyone's like she really, she got the nerve to go out there. Like that was like, that was, that was the real, like people couldn't fucking believe that she didn't like bow out. And guess what? Not only did she go, she won. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was no competition. Tanya Harding
1: is the 1994 national champion. A little suspicious. Can we say?
0: Yes. I, I I don't, (laughs) Did she have a fucking lawyer? Like, like seriously, at this point, I would get a lawyer and be like, should I, like, do this? Like, should I, like, go to the Olympic thing? Or, <laughs> she did like, it, man. Should I even do any of this? Like, I mean, where, she, where was
1: a lawyer in all of this situation? She wasn't told not to. I just want to, again, reiterate, look up <laughs> Jeff Guglielin, and you'll see what I mean, okay? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so Tanya, conveniently, without Nancy Kerrigan in the U.S. Nationals, she wins the damn thing, right? However... Nancy Kerrigan recovered, and there were Olympic practice sessions held, and she was a part of them, and the media was waiting in anticipation. Would there be a face-to-face, I think is what everyone wanted to know. For a Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Harding confrontation of any kind, because you got to understand, Olympic ice skating practices, to the best of my knowledge, are not like a big deal. Right Right like Normally the media Wouldn't be all over this They wouldn't give a shit Although they They already like Slightly gave a shit Before this To be fair Slightly But this just magnified it Shortly before the Olympics Nancy Kerrigan And Tonya Harding Were both at A practice session I remember this famous picture And they did Briefly cross paths Kerrigan And Tonya Harding On the ice together Their first Joint practice session In the Olympic arena Northern Lights Hall there were no judges here today, but the scrutiny was intense. And last night, the decision was made to more than triple security. They didn't talk to each other on camera that anyone saw. But one of the things that uh, that is Nan- shot where Tanya looks guilty or something. Yeah. And, and, and Nancy's kind of like looking up normal. Normal. Yeah. Nancy displaying somewhat of a twisted sense of humor intentionally. She wore the very same outfit that she was attacked in. Right. Just to be like, look, I'm back. Right. You know? It's
0: like, so, you didn't even get me.
1: And then that's, to add to the buffoonery that already surrounds, like, this gang of idiots mm-hmm. that portrayed this. That Wait, beca- for, for the record, we don't know if Tanya was part of it. No, not like, her. Like, we don't know. I'm talking about Shane Stant uh, and, yeah, and yeah. Sean Eckerd. The fat you know, guy and, yeah, all and all that. And Mustache yeah. McGee, yeah. right? John Candy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They didn't take her out of the Olympics. No, it didn't really, like, accomplish anything, He just, right? like, he whacked her. It hurt clearly. Yeah. It took her out of the next day competition. Yeah. She's back in the fucking Olympics.
0: Right. It, it wasn't that bad of an injury. No. In the At the end of the day. At the
1: end of the day, it was probably more of, like, a mental injury. Right. So we hit Lillehammer in Norway, and in an incredible twist of irony, Nancy Kerrigan, despite the injury, she almost got the gold, but she, like... She fucked up towards the end. Mm-hmm. Nancy Kerrigan got the silver. Right.
0: Nancy Kerrigan skated the performance of her life. Oksana Bayul,
1: truly special. Either way, the judging would have been fair. But Tanya Harding, despite this whole plan, she had issues with her, uh, her skate. laces on her skates. Yeah, I she, remember. I remember the the cr- her the crying.
0: The oh cry- my, irony lace, is my laces! Oh no! Like right, this whole fucking thing. She's in the whole costume and everything. She's like ready to go, and like her outfit breaks or
1: something. Her skate lace broke. Yeah, they gave her a reskate. And for the first time in this competition, <laughs> Tonya Harding received a smattering of booze. She was vilified for this. And again, moral justice was served here. I mean, that's just like poetic justice, right? right? But can we talk about Tanya? She did get a redo. It's not like the end of the world. Yeah, and she finished eighth. Yeah. Eighth. Mm-hmm. After all so that. none of it mattered. None of it ultimately mattered. Now, before we get into the criminal charges and all mm-hmm. that, can we talk about Tanya for one second? If she didn't know. If she didn't know, this really sucks.
0: Right, Like, her life was basically screwed up. Right. By it.
1: If she's just a pawn, an unknowing pawn, in this bullshit plan by these gang of bozos, yeah. you gotta feel for her. I know I keep bringing it
0: back to, like, seedy underbelly and stuff like that, right? Yeah. If you really think about it, considering the, the national spotlight that was on this, right, even prior to the incident, yeah, right? Yeah, just the rivalry. How much do you want to bet that there was... I don't know, um, gambling going on, you know, in in the the underworld about this kind of shit. Could have been. And how, and I mean, it doesn't, you don't have to jump to a lot of conclusions that maybe Jeff Kaluli had some money on some of, you know, and and had a direct link and could have possibly affected the outcome. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Ulterior
1: motives that transcend their personal relationship, in other words. Exactly, yeah. Financial gain to be had. Right. It's quite possible. Or the guy was just a fucking nutcase. That too. There's
0: just, there's a myriad of other things because we don't really know if Tanya knew. We don't know. So like, there's other like speculations you could make. About
1: that, what was actually going on here? Maybe the guy thought, in his own twisted way, he pulled a Hinkley. He thought that this would be a good way to impress her.
0: Right? He thought, you know, hey, we're estranged right now. Maybe this this will get be the thing to like. She'll really like love me now. Exactly. Right? I'll win her
1: the Olympics. Now, that like, <laughs>
0: you know, like you know what <laughs> right, I mean. Right.
1: Like, that's better than coming in on a white horse. Yeah, let's be exactly. Honest here. Now that's if Tanya didn't know. Then I have sympathy for. Her.
0: What's funny? What's ironic is what I wonder. What if? If nothing had ever happened, mm-hmm. what if Tanya would have gotten the silver and, and Nancy
1: would have gotten the gold? And that still would have been a pretty fucking good turnout. Right. Like, exactly. For both. And they're on the same team, technically. Yeah. That's the other thing. They're on the United States Olympic team. Right. There <laughs> was <laughs> really no purpose to her <laughs> I know, doing this. No. know. Uh, so let's talk about the criminal charges. Jeff Gulli, our good friend, and Sean Eckard, they pleaded guilty to racketeering that's the charge here is racketeering. Whereas Shane Stant, the heavy that carried it out, reminding everyone, and Derek Smith, the uncle, they pled guilty to conspiracy to commit second degree assault. Right. So in March of 94, Tanya Harding herself. Wait, nobody just got straight assault charges? Because, like, there was an actual well, these are plea bargain Well, these are plea bargains. That's well, why. Yeah, and I guess, you know? it,
0: oh, if they were plea bargains, it never actually went to trial. So, actually, Correct. that guy
1: got a lot less than he should have. Yeah, and that's why they all, they've, realized, what the fuck have we done here? And they yeah. all just kind of did plea bargains including tanya harding she pled guilty to conspiracy to hinder prosecution saying she didn't know about the attack on nancy kerrigan before it happened but she did know details about the attack within days after it happened and she admitted she did not go to police to tell them what she knew Uh, so they got her on that they worked out a plea deal where conspiracy to hinder prosecution but with the condition quinn and this actually is important she would not be subject to any further prosecution. No down double the jeopardy. Correct. It's up. over after this. Yep. Now, question.
0: Yep. Did any anyone
1: actually go to jail for this? Yeah, uh, Jeff Galuli. Uh, I, I forget the others off the top of my head. Jeff Galuli, I think, was sentenced to two years. Two years. I think he has since changed his name to Jeff Stone. Just that's, to a, av- that's a good call. <laughs> I mean, that's, the that's name a, was that, all over the that's news. That's a name
0: you'll never forget, Jeff Galuli. As soon as he applies for a job or something, like, you're Jeff Galuli. <laughs> like. Yeah, like <laughs> You know what I am saying? Like you don't want to. That's not a na- that's not a name that you want to have.
1: You want to yeah. you want to bet that he uh, shaved that mustache when he came out? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Jeff, hi, I am Jeff Stone. Hi, I, can I have a job? Yeah, sure. You are Jeff Galooli. What a,
0: what a mess <laughs> all a, this
1: was. A mess is a good way to put it. Uh, weeks after Tanya's plea bargain in March of ninety four, the Portland, Oregon grand jury issued an indictment, and this indictment stated that there was evidence. That Tanya Harding fraudulently used United States Figure Skating Association monies hmm. to finance the assault. So wait a sec, though. If they don't even know if she did it, then why the? F- how do they know that? This is the indictment. It also read that Tanya Harding, Jeff Galouli, Sean Eckert, Derek Smith, and Shane Stant agreed to knowingly cause physical injury by means of a dangerous weapon. However. Tanya was not charged in the indictment. Well, that's because she did the plea on the other thing, where they said we
0: won't. That this is it. You pleaded this, you're out. Now, why would she agree to that? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe because she knew. Did did she know? She could have known that these charges were coming. That's what I'm saying. Right? Wouldn't you fight for that shit? Think. I don't know. Let's think about let, let, it. Yeah, Why I don't wouldn't wouldn't you? Would you? Like, would or would you just Who take... Who
1: doesn't fight for
0: their innocence, man? Well, here's the thing, right? The way I wonder when you're in this position that you think, right? Yeah. Is like, if someone puts an offer on the table that says, no jail time and nothing further, no matter what the hell it is, because there could be stuff like five years down the line that you don't even foresee. True. Well, wouldn't that's, you, that's wouldn't fair, Wouldn't Quinn. you just take it? That's like, fair, Quinn. You know what I mean? That's fair. It's like I basically got away with nothing. Like, I, like nothing happened to me. I paid a fine or something, probably. Nothing
1: happened to her that much on a criminal level. However, uh, over the summer of 94, the United States Figure Skating Association stripped Tanya Harding of her 1994 title. Of course. Yeah. And barred her from ever skating for them again.
0: Yeah. And fair.
1: That, to me, that's the real punishment because that was her yeah. livelihood.
0: And she was right? good. Yeah. Like, that... Because then it's like now you can't really turn pro because
1: you're disgraced.
0: Yeah, like, I mean you could, but like who the fuck would come to who see you? Who wants you? To? Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly.
1: I think that's their due diligence to do such a thing. Do I you think not?
0: ultimately, like, kind of everything as far everyone got like the suitable punishment. It appears at least. I think so. Um, yeah. You know, this is a this is a really bizarre story. It's kind of just it's it's an incident, if you will, because it's just so random and strange and like just not how
1: this shit usually works at all no and especially the juxtaposition of a violent act in the sport of figure skating mm-hmm. you know which is a beautiful art form
0: yeah I, I I've never been able to understand like how something like this could happen like it's just bizarre like it's not even like a it's not like I, I think I stay up at night and think about it or anything no, but no, no, it's no, just no. one of those things I when think I think back
1: knows. to it it's just like that really freaking happened, and that's just weird in it, general. It like, really was weird. Um, as far as the epilogue of Nancy Kerrigan, she would go on to turn pro after the. I remember that,
0: Olympics. yeah. She, and she was always like famous because of this. Like basically, like she famous yeah. became the big. She became a big star because people. She was. She she was even more the golden girl right? Like suddenly like the, the <laughs> that would the, be Blanche Quinn. No, but I mean, I just mean the, the, the one, right? The no, figure I, I skater know. that everyone knows
1: isn't, isn't she's, she's America's sweetheart. Right. As like the irony too, is that she had a couple of controversial and I'm saying that word in quotes, comments that were filmed. Uh, one of them was at the Olympic ceremony, the medal ceremony. It was delayed because they couldn't find a, a, a copy of the Ukrainian national Anthem. Mm-hmm. And while she was doing that, she thought she was under the impression that it was because the gold medal winner had cried her makeup off. Wow. So she was caught on CBS 17 CB- or something. She's like, what's the difference? Come on, Arati. She's just yeah. going to cry her makeup off. Nancy Kerrigan and Shen Lu thought they were waiting for what? Asana Bayul to be made up. Oh, come on.
0: So she's going to get out here and pray again. <laughs>
1: In fact, it was Oksana's makeup, but also no one could find a copy of the Ukrainian national anthem.
0: I mean, I've, I've also, there's, there's been other Olympic incidents where they've had a hot mic on the, uh, on the, on the ceremonial stand yeah, where yeah, somebody yeah. said some shit. Like, yeah. I feel like that happens a lot, actually.
1: Kerrigan even had to be coached to smile. Now listen carefully to the off-camera voice that has to tell her to smile, honey. Miami. What's this for? Well, this is gonna be
0: uplinked to uh, most of the stations across the country that are eager to hear about (laughs) them. We have an attitude problem here. We just wanted to welcome you back.
1: During a parade, Kerrigan complained to Mickey Mouse, it's so corny, so dumb, I hate it. The most corny thing I've ever done. And who could forget Michaela Maroney's face? Remember yep. her like crooked face when she was all mad or whatever. It was like a meme. It's a meme. You know what a meme? Quinn, what is a meme? A meme. It's a. It's
0: like an event or a pi- like a, like a picture of something. Like it, it can be all sorts of things. Like a, and it just is something where people like share it a lot. Oh, okay. and it becomes
1: a. It becomes a thing on the internet. Thank you very much. I guess that's the description of it, right? I that seems accurate good. enough. Seems accurate. Uh, Nancy Kerrigan also had a brief career resurgence, or at least in the pop culture, I should say. Uh, in 2017, she was on Dancing with the Stars, a very mm-hmm. popular program with my wife. Right. And, uh, <laughs> with a lot of people's wives. Yes, a lot of people's
0: wives. <laughs> you know, we're moving our way up slowly. That puts a little more pressure on us, but at the same time, I think that's good.
1: Uh, Tom Bergeron was on it for a long time. Yeah. when our. Ask to Watch Memories' darling Tom Bergeron. I don't like him. I know, no one. Yeah, he's well, our nemesis. A few more. people like him. Yeah. That's like saying your Why favorite is bread is Why is Dancing with the Stars white white still, still happening?
0: Like, it's like, how Well, there's still stars and they still gotta dance. 25 or something man. at this point. Like, it's been on forever. Well, yeah, it has. Uh, it's but, like, it's gonna, it's gonna go rival the Simpsons soon enough. <laughs> but.
1: <laughs> but Nancy Kerrigan was on it. Uh, she did well enough, I guess. Tanya Harding had a little bit of a different path. Whereas Nancy Kerrigan would always be known in somewhat of a positive light, mm-hmm. right? Even if, even if she was Overcame adversity and, right. like, uh, so the America's sweetheart
0: and blah, blah, blah. A very beautiful woman, by the way, Yeah, if I but I gotta say, say so. I feel like Nancy Kerrigan, believe it or not, for all the, like, she's the best and the nicest and wow, blah, 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 like, all that shit, right? Yeah. She was actually the one I feel like the pop culture world forgot in the end well. and really... Tanya became the the long term like interesting one because everyone's like there was always the question of did she like did she know and like all this and it was like an endless mystery in pop culture. No, Yeah,
1: because Tanya had a different trajectory. She had somewhat of a sex tape released. Right. She did boxing. Remember when she was a boxer?
0: There was this weird period in the late 90s, early (laughs) 2000s where I feel like Tanya was like chasing... She couldn't skate anymore, right? Correct, yes. So she was doing, like, almost, like, weird carny shit, basically. Very like carny. Like, where she's just, like, doing all this second-rate, like, Z-tier celebrity stuff to, yeah. like, just make a living, probably, in all, in all honesty, because, like, her meal ticket was taken away.
1: Welcome to Celebrity Boxing! Tonight's triple-header includes fiery Olympic figure skater, Kanye Harding! Was she ever on those fucking VH1 shows with, like, Mo Rocca and I'm Michael sure Black? She was. Like, you
0: remember Blues Traveler yeah. or whatever? Remember the 90s? I like I, like uh, how I was there.
1: I like how we're making fun of the very thing that we yeah, do, by Yeah, I way. know, but,
0: like, these shows, like, one of the things I dis- disliked about those shows... I, we crappy. should do a whole thing about those shows. That'd but, like, one meta. of the things I disliked about them was, like, the Talking Heads. Oh, they're horrible! Like, like, they're like, in the 90s, it was so important that you had a Tamagotchi. Like, and it's like, yeah... <laughs> (laughs) shut up everyone knows that like we know it's like michael ian black or something (laughs) you know what i mean
1: they were like the girl backstreet boys only british and with racks I know exactly what you mean. Um,
0: and then they're, like, <laughs> making stupid faces, and they're like, oh, is this one? Oh, you have one? And, like, the guy passes it to him. Like, you know, like, it's always the same gimmick, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: they're horrible. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Tanya also appeared on a special... We're going
0: to do the 70s one. Oh, you have a pet rock? Oh, wow. Is this... Whoa, is this really it? I haven't seen this since I was a kid. Oh, like,
1: Pocket Fisherman. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway... Ta- I love the 90s. <laughs> Tani appeared on a 15 minutes of fame episode of the weakest link. <laughs> Not only that, you know, who else is on that F- fits right into this. Kato Kalen, Same vein. (laughs) Yeah, Kato. I think he was one of the talking heads on those
0: shows. Kato's another I just happen to be there kind of person. (laughs) Kato's not even, he's not even a participant like Tanya. He's not anything. Kato literally just happened to be like in the thing. Staying at
1: OJ's guest house. Yeah, like
0: in the guest house when the thing happened and they had to ask him stuff and he didn't really know anything, right? (laughs) We got a
1: lot of shit from 1994 to talk about in the coming
0: episodes. I mean, would we ever do the OJ trial i don't want to do the trial but
1: i'd do the chase yeah the chase i would do that part It is like one of the most insane things i've ever seen ever ever now this is a little bit of a of an update in terms of information so this attack happened in 1994 right and for 24 years crazy. happened the same year as the oj yeah and i believe uh was john wayne Bobbitt. Yeah, ninety four. It, it happened well. early in the year, though it did. But OJ so hadn't happened
0: yet. That was like April in, or something, June, right? June, in uh, two thousand
1: eight. You mean twenty eighteen, right? This is really Quinn. I promise. After twenty four years of saying she literally knew nothing at all about it, Tanya Harding said that she had overheard or knew something was in the works about attacking somebody, and that's about as specific as she got about it. Harding has always denied she helped plan the hit. You never said to Jeff, let's do this. No. No. He never asked for your permission. No. And you were never part of the planning.
0: No. I did, however, overhear them talking about stuff where, well, maybe we should take somebody out so we can make sure she gets on the team. And I remember telling them, I go, what the hell are you talking about?
1: I can skate. So you heard them talking about doing something to someone before the attack on Nancy, but nothing specific.
0: This was like a month or two months before. It's really vague, though. Like, yeah, but you know, do you think she knew? I mean, you could, you could make your own judgments there. What do you think? What I'm trying to say is I don't think like in a court of law they could like do anything about that. Like, No, but what do you think? I think she knew on a, on a level, but maybe she didn't know all the details or like. Maybe she didn't even know who they were going to plan to hit. Like maybe... Who she, else would you hit? Maybe one of the other competitors. Who? Maybe the person that was third to her. I don't know. But I'm just saying like, you know, if they were... They weren't smart. So that, it's kind of a weird thing to say. If they were smart about it, they would, yeah. they would tell her, but they wouldn't say who they were going to get, right? So that she would really not know
1: anything. So what's so weird about it is if she isn't involved at all, then it has to go back to what the fuck is the motivation?
0: Yeah, so the motivation, right? Like, well, we tried to figure that out already, right? We well, tried to think that yeah. maybe Jeff is just an idiot and he was trying to get on our good graces because they were split apart yeah, or something. or worse than an idiot, like fucking insane. Or, yeah, insane or whatever. I, I don't know, but, or it's just like that it, unlike, like, the other thing, I mean, you could really go all different directions. You could say, like, it was a master plan by Tanya Harding. Like from right. the get-go that right. she like directed Galuli to do this Yeah. almost like, You want to get my good graces again? Do something about Nancy Kerrigan. Take her out, right. Or maybe that's as far as it went. Maybe she just said, do something about Nancy Carrot. Maybe she didn't say hit her or it, something. It's you possible. know what I mean? Like I find you it. You more- could go so many different you directions could. with this, you right? Could. Like maybe maybe she just said made an off comment like that because there are I've heard this before, like not this specific incident, but things like this where somebody Maybe in anger or frustration said, well, I really wish you could get rid of that person. And then this guy fucking did it. Right. and And she didn't really expect him to. Like, you know what I mean?
1: It's also possible that even if she knew about it, that it wasn't her idea. Right. I think that's the most likely. And again, we'll never know for sure unless she says it. And in my opinion doesn't matter more than anyone else's. But what I truly think is she didn't come up with the idea, but she knew about it and didn't try to stop it. This is it. one of
0: those that I don't know that's what, what, I what think. to think. Because it's, it's just so like, it's still to this day is like rather mysterious. Like, it is. What, like what level of involvement. And i rather just not even speculate. Like i I rather just think... You know, maybe there's a bunch of reasons,
1: but nobody really knows the actual reason. Well, that's right. fair. And, and folks, we yeah. want you to speculate, though, if you want to. You do that on Twitter at AWM Podcast or join our group. I will say this. A lot of this was muddied up in the last six years when uh, I, Tonya came out, and it painted Tonya Harding in, in a much more sympathetic light. In 1998, as a bit of a epilogue here, there was a special on um, Fox known as Breaking the Ice. Oh, and boy. The, so the behind the scenes we're gonna we're gonna figure it all out on this 1998 whoops. special that looks really cheesy <laughs> so a lot of it was um interviews with tanya with uh, nancy kerrigan and then at one point they bring out tanya harding for a face-to-face and Ooh, with nancy yeah and i gotta say very awkward no. let's let's take a quick peek again you can find this on the YouTube. oh no mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. did she know am, they were gonna bring you? her out yeah. how are you I don't like this, Joe. Face to face, sense. Who's the like? It's Joe Brown, from, like, with the I NFL
1: doubt. guy. I what? James Have Brown. James Brown. Sorry. Are yeah. and will forever be linked to Lillehammer. It's so and serious. The How has that impact never happened your life and skating? You think Nancy wearing like the power suit? Yeah. Well, I think for skating. Um, very 90s instrument. outfit. Yeah. <laughs> this is late 90s now. Yeah. Folks, look this up. I don't want to play all of it. Yeah. It's, it's very awkward. There's a lot of awkward silence and stuff, and it's just very bizarre. You think they cut it up a little bit
0: so it'd be less I know, like, right? weird. It's really right. weird. I saw the producers, like, no, let it
1: breathe. It's so awkward. that think that's that it's, what like, it We is. want it to be so cringe. You hear all the room noise, too. Yeah, like, yeah y- like, y- That's like, on purpose. Like, let it be as cringe as possible, yeah. right? Because that that adds to the awkwardness. Mm-hmm. You know, truth be told, it's easy to boil this whole thing down to Nancy Kerrigan versus Tanya Harding, good versus evil, heel versus face, right? Mm-hmm. But truthfully, like, you know. It does seem like it has some
0: extra dimension
1: to it, it that, that it's like,
0: there's there's got to be some weird background story. like right. that, Like, It isn't like around Tanya around.
1: Harding attacked her. Right, exactly. There's layers here that are just twisted. In that. I do feel bad for Tanya Harding because I don't think she had an easy life now before all this you know what i mean do you remember the first time he hit you
0: one that sticks out in my head we were at the 7-eleven and i got nachos and he said that they would make me fat and he hit him out of my hand and then he grabs me and says let's go and I don't know why. Like I've always suspected that she knew, but she didn't really like participate. If that makes sense. Like that's that. She just was aware. Yeah, like that. Like, like, CC'd on the email. Right. Exactly. But like, never replied to it. And didn't even maybe endorse it at all. It's like possible. Like, I I don't know. I just get that gist from it. Like it, it's I just get the gist. It, it almost feels like almost like like a tragic accident or like you know what I mean because she didn't like do enough. To prevent it, right? Exactly. I think we can both
1: agree the biggest heel in this whole thing is Jeff Galooly. Absolutely, that guy's a scumbag. <laughs> Jeff it, Stone, sticks. whatever. I don't like him. <laughs> I don't think anyone. Th- this does This is all his fault. <laughs>
0: Listen, if, any, if anyone gets most of the blame, it's Jeff, Jeff Galooly. Galooly. That's unless, right. Unless, unless, unless Tanya Harding is revealed, like on her deathbed, that it's like this. It was right. like it was. It was me all along. Yeah, like, yeah. It was like I it was. I, I just set Jeff up. He's yeah. an idiot. Like <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's like everyone.
1: Like she just like goes full evil. One way or another, it is a strange story of two, again, top-level competitors. And that aspect, their skill levels and what they did, was overshadowed by this bizarre controversy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, it was short-lived in terms of America's public conscience. It was really odd. It did resonate for quite a while. Whenever the names are brought up, they're they're always going to be tied together. I would say it's short-lived, but it's very memorable. Exactly. Like, that's the thing. And I'd say, above all, Quinn... It truly is an acid wash memory. Absolutely. Folks, thank you so much for breaking the ice here with us. Uh, next week, we will be back for something completely different. Don't worry. There's yeah. no follow-up to this one here, okay? I mean, what can you say? What can you say? Uh, folks, let us know your thoughts on Jeff Goluli. Yeah. Did Tanya know? Did you see I, Tanya? All of those things, folks. Let us know on Twitter at AWM Podcast. Join our Facebook group and leave us a review if you don't mind. But, hey, Quinn, something different next week, right? Yeah, All right, totally different. So we'll be skating on by next week. Until that time, folks. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Joe Morada. That's Michael Quinn. We'll see you next week for more. That's wash watch memories. See ya.
0: Like what you heard? Be sure to leave a review and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. We will see you next week.